soothing sounds of Luis Enrique. It's like a party for your ears. And how apropos, because today we're talking about partying in the Peace Corps. Because partying in the Peace Corps is different from partying in pretty much any other situation you find yourself in in life. I have many memories and have forgotten plenty of others about what it's like to let loose and go a little crazy when you're far away from home. Sometimes you're the only American at the party and everyone's decided that you will be the night's entertainment whether you like it or not. Other times you might find yourself with a rowdy group of young, lonely, horny fellow volunteers partying like it's the first time any of you have tasted beer or moonshine or whatever local brew you find within arm's reach. On top of that, the fact that Peace Corps volunteers get so comfortable navigating these strange places can lull you into feeling invincible. I've got a scar on the back of my head to prove that one. And to be serious, that can get dangerous if you're not with the right people. This is Peace Corps Stories, the unofficial podcast. I am your host, Greg Emerson, and today's story from our most recent Peace Corps Story Slam in 2016 really drives that point home. It was the first story we've ever had where two returned volunteers shared one mic, and they had to, because only together could they piece together this one crazy night they had as volunteers in Nicaragua. I'll let Jane and Robin take it from here. Enjoy. Two girls, one mic. Okay. Um, I'm Jane of the Jane and Robin duo. And I'm Robin, and this is a good story for you all to go ahead and get some more wine for. So most of the people in this room are either RPCVs or friends of RPCVs. That's how you found out about it. Um, and as friends of RPCVs and RPCVs, how many times can I say RPCV? Uh, you've traveled abroad, right? And as international travelers, we've all learned three key rules to traveling, the three cardinal rules of traveling, as we refer to them. Um, The first rule, when you're with a group of friends, don't leave that group of friends without telling them where you're going. Second rule, don't get mind-altering drunk in a place you don't know. Third rule, don't stick out. Assimilate as much as possible. Don't make yourself a target. Well, good news for you guys. This is a story about breaking all three of those rules. So when I joined the Peace Corps, I aspired to be the perfect Peace Corps volunteer. I wanted to follow all the rules Jane talked about and assimilate seamlessly into the town that I was assigned to. And I quickly found out that that's not the reality. I struggled to learn the the language. I, I took so long to get a project done. And I missed home. I got homesick quite often. So about a year into my service, I went with four fellow Peace Corps volunteers to an island off the southeastern part of Nicaragua to celebrate New Year's Eve. So we were all there. Um, We came from pretty isolated towns to this island to celebrate. Um, And so these are the circumstances that set up this evening. So as you've all heard, when you take a bunch of Peace Corps volunteers out of their sight and put them together, that is a recipe for a great night, okay? Um, So as Robin mentioned, we didn't really know each other very well. Robin and I knew each other the most because we were site mates, which meant that we both lived in the same tiny town. 
So at that point, we had known each other for like, what, three to four months, something like that? She has no idea. Eight to nine months, try. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, I guess. I don't know. Um, so our town, I'm going to tell you a little bit about El Almendro, which is like straight out of a John Wayne Western movie. It's literally the most cowboy country I've ever seen. I mean, it puts cowboy country in the US to shame. Like, I own three leather boots. Me, I'm the type of person who wears like, you know, like wedges and things, and I have leather boots. Um, but there was a saying in our town, and the saying was, en el campo, el guaro es el rey, which translates to, in the country, uh, liquor is king. And there was a lot of liquor. So as part of assimilating, we would drink pretty regularly in sight. Um, we drank with our host parents, we drank with our extended host families, we drank with our friends, there was a fiesta every week. So by the time we met up with these other volunteers, our livers were pretty well conditioned for like a New Year's Eve celebration. Our friends, on the other hand, not so much. They lived in towns where they couldn't drink. So it was kind of a recipe for disaster. I'm gonna pause the story right here and give you guys a little bit of background about this girl to the left of me. Um, Robin is Irish. If you can't tell, red hair, red face. Um, <laughs> and there's something you guys should know about the Irish or probably already do, but I'm just gonna state it. When they get drunk, there's two things they do. One is the infamous Irish exit, which for those of you that don't know what that is, they bounce, they peace out, and they don't tell you where they're going. <laughs> the second is they get super emotional, like all ranges of the spectrum, from really happy to really sad to really mad, and it's like zero to 60, like in two seconds. So while I might not be proud of these qualities, um, that night I definitely demonstrated both of those things. Not only did I leave my friends, we were all at a party and I just left, I didn't tell anybody. Um, I was also bawling because I had just called some of my friends and, um, friends and family from home and I was terribly homesick. So by the time Robin bounced, I think it's safe to say we were all pretty drunk. Um, and because she had broken the first rule, I thought that was an excuse for me to break the first rule, to go look for her. Logical. So in my drunken stupor, I wandered around this island um, accosting like any Nicaraguan that was out at one in the morning, basically getting in their face and being like, has visto la gringa con el pelo rojo? Like, no, 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 no. And that, and that means, for those of you who don't speak Spanish, have you seen the, the girl, gringa, which is white girl, um, with red hair? And she would actually say, ¿Has visto a la, a la gringa roja? Which really just means, have you seen the red girl? <laughs> it was a term of endearment. What can I say? Okay, so while Jane talks about me as a drunk, let me tell you a little bit about her. She's Russian, her father is Russian, so she holds her liquor. Um, you want her on your side when you're not doing so great because she's mama bear. She will take you home and she'll hold your hair back when you're puking and she'll tuck you in. Um, the other side of mama bear is she gets very aggressive, pissed off when something or anyone is being threatened. Um, so this is a little bit about those characteristics about her. 
So I was in mama bear mode looking for Robin. After about an hour, I literally just said, fuck it. I'm going back to the hotel. She'll figure it out. And if she doesn't, we'll find out what happened to her tomorrow. Um, and get back to the hotel, find Robin. I had the keys to the hotel room. So she was uh, on the ground in front of our hotel room uh, door, bawling hysterically. And like, you know, correct. If I'm in a loving, caring mood, I would go and say, Robin, what's wrong? Why are you crying? But this bitch just made me run around an island for an hour. Like, I was not going to have this. So get me drunk and angry, I will have words with you. Get her drunk and angry, and fists are flying. And that's basically what happened. <laughs> So we're on this hotel porch, um, really just scream at each other. Maybe it got physical, I don't know. Um, she definitely hit me. <laughs> and um, we were continuously interrupted by my friend's Nicaraguan boyfriend. Um, so this is a Nicaraguan who was learning English, and he was taking the opportunity, really, when he was with us to practice his English. Um, these are two drunk girls screaming at each other on the porch, and he's poking his head out, being like, you know, like, either telling us to, to be quiet. We weren't sure. We were brushing him off. We were like, leave us alone. You know, we, we need to have this moment. That's the really polite way of saying we basically told him to fuck off. So it wasn't the first time or the second time. It was something like the third time he pokes his head out and we realize that there's urgency to what he needs to tell us. Of course, he's trying to do it in English. And something terribly wrong had happened, um, had go gone on with my friend. So our friend, let's, we're changing names, so we'll call her Sarah. Um, Sarah had had what we later found out was an accident. Um, just like a side note, just so you all know, when you're drunk, equilibrium is not on your side and neither is gravity. So don't do things like stand and take a shower when you can barely stand and stay still. Because what happens is you fall. And that's exactly what happened to our friend. She fell in the shower, hit her head on the shower knob, and then there was like blood gushing everywhere. Probably not as much blood as like the artery, like glass thing, probably not that much, but enough that like I was dry heaving. Um, so this is where Jane and I come into the situation, right? We have a very bloody room and a Nicaraguan boyfriend who's kind of frenzied. Um, we call to our other two friends, like, we need your help. We've got a situation on our hands. Being Peace Corps volunteers, we knew we couldn't call 911. That was not an option in Nicaragua. There was no local hospital, especially open on New Year's Day at 2 AM, um, and that we kind of needed to handle this gushing wound, head wound, a drunk girl head wound, by ourselves. Luckily, one of our friends was a former EMT. So she became our fearless leader in this situation. Um, two of us were putting pressure on the wound, um, one from above and below, and another from the two sides, um, obviously causing a lot of pain to my friend. And Jane was holding her hand, um, leading a song a sing-along to this song. Wait for it. <laughs> I heard that you married now that you found a girl that you. 
So it turns out Adele's not only great for breakups, she's also really good in situations of crises and really great for making memories. Um, so thanks to Adele and some quick acting Peace Corps volunteers, we figured out the situation. We got the bleeding to stop, we got everything good, and in the process, we learned a lesson. And so, Robin and I decided to amend those three cardinal rules of traveling um, and add these three new ones. First of all, we say work as a team, even when you don't know your team members that well. Second of all, be resourceful, even when your limits are being tested. And lastly, above all else, good humor is key. Thank you so much. Thanks. Okay, thank you Jane and Robin, and thank you all for listening. That story was great to hear live, as you could probably tell. So if you missed the 5th Annual Peace Corps Story Slam, don't let it happen next year. Follow the Return to Peace Corps Volunteers of New York City on Facebook or Twitter, or go to our website at rpcvnyc.org, and you will find out about next year's Story Slam and all of our other events. We have an RPCV art show coming up on November 5th and our regular monthly happy hour on the Lower East Side on November 2nd, so there are plenty of opportunities to connect with us coming up. We also organize charity and philanthropy events, networking and career building events, and we're always looking for other return volunteers to just come and share their stories with us. So find us on Facebook and come hang out. Some of the fine people you may meet who deserve a special shout-out here are our president and CEO, Sarah Porter, our Story Slam MC and very tall gentleman, Peter Clark, and all of our dedicated board members. Thanks also to our lead audio technician, Matt Foy, without whom we wouldn't have these great recordings to share with you on this podcast. Please note that our group is a nonprofit organization set up to bring volunteers in the New York area together. We do not represent the official United States Peace Corps. Of course, thank you guys for listening, and please tell all of your friends and family to check out the podcast so they can understand a little bit more about what Peace Corps life is like. And I look forward to seeing all of you again in two weeks. Bye-bye. Yo no sé